Hello and welcome to your weekly cloud security news with Shilpi. We're back and we've got lots of new exciting things. But before I get into that, let me cover the news for this week. If you are in cloud, cloud security or the AWS space, you are probably familiar with Scott Piper. He has been doing a lot of great work in the cloud security community and developed floors.cloud and cloudmapper. Scott, along with Amitya Cohen and Alon Schindel, have launched the Open Cloud Vulnerability and Security Issue Database. It's a community-based website and an open project to list all the known cloud vulnerabilities and cloud service provider security issues. Being open source, they are welcoming contributions to the project and you may just want to check this one out. If you have been to any cloud security conference or talk or spoken to any cloud security vendor, you will often hear that cloud misconfigurations are one of the top, if not the top reason for cloud breaches. Joining the ranks of that is a recent misconfigured Amazon S3 bucket that has resulted in 3 terabytes of airport data, which is more than 1.5 million files being publicly accessible and open and without any authentication requirement for access. This misconfiguration was uncovered by Sky High Security and exposes employee personal identification information like their name, photos, occupation and national ID numbers and other sensitive company data for at least four airports in Colombia and Peru. As one can imagine, this does pose some serious risks, but thankfully the bucket is now secured. While we are on the topic of misconfiguration, there is one very popular breach that you probably have heard of. The Capital One Breach, a 26-year-old Seattle-based tech worker, Paige Thompson, aka Erratic, had used a tool she built to scan Amazon Web Services accounts to look for misconfigured accounts. She then used those misconfigured accounts to hack in and download the data of more than 30 entities, including Capital One Bank. She then planted cryptocurrency mining software on a new server with the income from the mining going to her online wallet. This breach impacted more than 100 million US customers and Capital One was fined 80 million and settled customer lawsuits for 190 million. The attacker was arrested in July 2019, has been recently convicted on 17th of June 2022, so quite recently, in the US District Court in Seattle for seven federal crimes and is due for sentencing in September 2022. I'm sure you have watched and enjoyed our Supply Chain Original Series and are fully aware of all the risks that come with open source dependencies in our digital supply chain. One such risk has been highlighted by the introduction of a serious bug in the OpenSSL 3.0.4 in the RSA implementation, which is a public key encryption technique and is considered as one of the most secure ways of encryption. The bug makes the RSA implementation with, with 2048-bit private keys incorrect, leading to memory corruption during the computation, potentially allowing the attacker to trigger an remote code execution on the machine performing the computation. This issue was reported to OpenSSL on the 22nd of June by Z Rio Yao. The fix has also been developed by Z Rio Rao. OpenSSL Security Advisory recommends that users of OpenSSL 3.0.4 versions should upgrade to OpenSSL 3.0.5. Following that vein of open source dependencies, PyPy, which is Python Package Index, which is a repository of open source packages which software developers use as building blocks of their Python-based projects and share their work with the community, has announced that to improve the general security of the Python ecosystem, in the coming months, they will begin implementing a two-factor authentication requirement for critical projects. 
Now, what is a critical project, you may ask? Well, any project in the top 1% of downloads over the last six months is designated as critical. If you are curious, there are roughly about 350,000 projects on PyPy, so about 3,500 of them would be class critical. This comes off of the back of multiple incidents of software libraries being hijacked across the PyPy ecosystem. On more things supply chain security, it sounds like Google Cloud has been listening to our supply chain security series, or so we hope, because they have recently announced the public preview of advanced API security. What's that, you may ask? It's a set of API security capabilities built on their Apigee platform. Apigee is their API management platform that they acquired in 2016. Advanced API security regularly assesses managed APIs and provides API teams with recommended actions when configuration issues are detected. It sounds like they're also paying attention to API security. We at Cloud Security Podcast and Cloud Security News are always looking for ways to bring cloud security information to you more easily. And with that vein, we are looking to do a few more additional things for Cloud Security News. So keep an eye out on our social, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you are, and you will find out more about those updates. This has been your Cloud Security News for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have been enjoying your weekly cloud security news, search for cloud security news on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. Leave us a review if you are loving what we're doing and do share it with someone who you think will get value from this. This has been your cloud security news for this week. Thank you for listening.